a dose of sports reality brought to you by We Got Us, where no topic is off limit and everything is authentic. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Dose of Sports Reality. This segment, we are going to have on a very special guest, Aaron Cooley. Uh, We've been working very hard to collab on something, and uh, he was willing and uh, able to come onto the podcast and discuss Brown, uh, the commitment there, and also Bioway, believing in ourselves. Uh, It was a great segment. His personality is fantastic. Um, I think you guys are going to really enjoy uh, what he had to say. And his future is bright. So uh, thank you again for uh, tuning in to another episode of A Dose of Sports Reality. And we'll get right to it. All right, Aaron Cooley. We got Aaron Cooley on A Dose of Sports Reality. I'm very excited to have you. What up, what up, what up? What's up, T? <laughs> How you been? I've been good, man. Trying to survive this pandemic just like everybody else. Yeah, it's been a crazy year, 2020, but we're on to 2021, so we're going to look forward, right? Yes, sir. Big year. Big year. Yeah, big year for you, too. Yeah. You know? Moving on to bigger and better things after this year, so it'll be cool. Exactly. I wanted to ask you, um, you know, we, we've we've watched you play well, it seems like forever now, like a long time. We've watched you, pretty much watch you grow up yeah. in, in, in front of us. And um, when did you actually start playing basketball? Uh, so I started, I would say, fourth grade, fourth or third grade. Um, I started at the Shelburne, and I was under the No Books, No Ball program. So I was with uh, Coach Tony Richard and all of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's really where it all started. And then from there, you know, I really had a connection with, you know, the Rivals alumni, David Mitchell, because that's where he started out. And his mother and my mother are really good friends. So Lynn was mm-hmm. like, oh, you should try to put an Aaron in no books, no ball. Because I, I got hurt in soccer. I was doing soccer before and I got hurt. And my mom was like, uh-uh, no, that's it. We done. So she was like, we need a different sport for you. And she was like, try basketball. So uh-huh. it just worked out that, you know, small circle, uh, no books, no ball. And now I'm still Shelly fan to, to the depth of me, so. That's right. That's right. Did you saw so you play soccer? Did you play any other sports besides soccer when you were younger? Uh yeah. For two weeks, I played baseball, but then I broke my elbow. Oh. Yeah. So you had some real hard times with soccer and baseball. <laughs> the worst, man. Well, it's a good thing basketball seemed to work out for you. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't get hurt. <laughs> You'd have been on to another sport after that. Yeah, I would have been uh, doing Wii Golf. <laughs> so when when you were younger, you um, end up going to middle school in Newton. Mm-hmm. Um, what what prompted your family to, to, to take you out of Boston and have you go to school in Newton? Yeah, so I actually started uh, being a part of the MECO program uh, in first grade. Uh, my mom, my mom always wanted me to be a part of it because, uh, my father and uh, herself, they were both Mecco alumni. Uh, they both graduated and met each other at New and North. So they went Mm. through the whole Mecco process and, you know, 
they just wanted me to follow that path that they put for me. So I started at Cabot in Newton, and then from there I went to Day, and then for two years I went to Newton North. So you spent a long time in Newton. Yeah. Did not know that. I did not know you've been in Mecca since first grade. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's good. That's good. You then, speaking of Newton North, you, you had a very successful couple-year run there, and then you went from Newton North to Thayer to Beaver. And um, I just want to know, what you what did you learn in those transitions from one year to the next, one school to the next? Uh, yeah, um, I, I learned a lot, uh, especially from my, my time at Newton North. I think Newton North had the big – basketball-wise, had the biggest impact on me and still does because of Coach Conley. Uh, I probably consider Coach Conley one of, one of my favorite coaches um, that I played under, um, following mm-hmm. Tyson, of course. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, Coach Conley, he really, at a young age, being a freshman, he really, like, taught me, um, you know, the how coaches really have a large impact on you. And, you know, at first, I, I couldn't stand him. I, I Like, I hated him because I felt as though he was always picking on me, like, pushing me too hard, you know, just like having sort of a negative impact on me. But as I grew as a basketball player, I learned that it was just like that he really loved me and he really just wanted the best for me. Um, and, you know, I, I thank him for that anytime that I can, because without him, without that push that he gave me, I don't think I would have been as good of a basketball player that I am today because just because of that drive. You know, yeah. that's something that, you know, that energy is something that I sort of, lost when I went to there um you yeah. know it, it was just different that transition from public school to private school is not as all not always as easy as it seems and you know in the beginning I, I really did struggle fitting into that you know private school life and it took me a while to adjust to it um but you know throughout the three schools that I've been to I think I've the big key that I've learned is just to enjoy the process uh you know now everybody's gonna like respect your moves or like think what you're doing is the best move for you but as long as you have faith in yourself and you're confident in what you're doing uh that's all that matters and you know i think because of coach conley and because of the new north environment that family environment that they gave me that's something that i carried on into the next two schools that i've been to it's just you know having pride, having that tiger pride sort of, but having pride in myself that, you know, anything that I do or put my mind to, no matter where I'm at, I'll be successful as long as I believe in myself. Believing in yourself. Is that where you came up with uh, the, the thing that's the hot topic or the hot trend around right now is BioWay? Yeah. Now, bi- got, everybody, got everybody talking, everybody throwing up their bees. And, yes, sir. And- yes, sir. And- <laughs> where, did, where, did, where did that start from? Where did that movement begin? What did, what did I, can you tell people first what it stands for? Yeah, of course. Uh, so bio stands for believing in ourselves. Um, founded in 2016, my freshman year at New and North. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, it sort of relates to that thing that I was talking about, about pride. But mm-hmm. it, it's more specifically to my upbringing and how I was raised. Uh, because um, growing up, uh, I actually in first grade, I broke my elbow, like I said earlier, and yep. it's still not necessarily broken, but I can't fully extend it. Um, 
I can't mm-hmm. I can't fully extend my right arm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, playing with the playing with an arm that's quote unquote handicapped, you know, it, it sort of like made me at times I would feel like like do I need to keep playing basketball? Like is it worth it? Like am I even gonna make it far with an arm like this? Like yeah. it really took me a while to I think it took me when I made varsity as a freshman to see that, okay, Aaron, you can do something despite the physical disabilities that you may have. You can do something. And just that movement that I started to create and, like, build myself around really helped me to push me throughout these past five years to just, you know, lock in and despite – all the adversity and the obstacles that I may face that, you know, as long as I believe in myself, I can do whatever I put my mind to trying to show people that there's more ways out than just, you know, picking up the basketball, the microphone, or, or even a gun, you know, that's, that's the few things that were were handed to us um, growing up. And I just want to show people that there's more directions than just the the standard. So you're also becoming super popular with the camera mm-hmm. <laughs> neighborhood spider-man thing going on what, what is that <laughs> <laughs> neighborhood spider-man yeah you got joke neighborhood <laughs> spike baby oh my fault neighborhood spike <laughs> <laughs> doing a good job though man you make your 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 editing is is getting better and better and better your 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 understanding of of what you're trying to convey to others where what did this love for the I mean, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Is it another hobby you picked up? But you seem to be very good at it. Yeah, I, I think what happened was I got I got bit by a radioactive spider. And <laughs> ever since then, I've been just off the, the hook with this camera stuff. <laughs> no, um, I think my, my love for recording has, has always been there. I remember as a little kid, I used to play with my action figures and I had a small camcorder. And I would record mm-hmm. on the side while I'm wrestling and act like I was a part of WWE. And then I would burn it on a disc and send it to my pops. I don't know if he ever watched it, but I, that's where my filming thing all okay. started. And like ever since then, I just it's just been my second passion, basically. Um, I, I love like editing. And I think the fact that my support crew like the athletes that I've been around that like their support uh, really helped me to grow and want to expand what I'm doing because, you know, we started off with a camcorder that didn't have the best quality, but, you know, I had my friends like the Bensleys and the LeVars that, that were like, yo, do what you got to do, man. You know, I'll support you no matter what. And that's something that, you know, was very powerful to me and was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I, I think the support from the people around me is the reason why I got so better with the camera. So this year was a lot of social injustice really came to the forefront this past year, you know, especially this summer with all the police brutality and other things that have been going on. Um, I want to know, especially coming from you more than so much other athletes, how do you think that you can make a change in the world or in the community? Yeah, I think it goes with that last word that you said. I think it starts with the the community that you're around. I think um, if you start by changing and impacting those around you, it will just continue to spread. Um, And it won't spread overnight, obviously, but, you know, uh, you you have to start somewhere. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I feel as though, you know, bringing your friends together, no matter the race, gender equality, like, you know, uh, religion, uh, just bringing everybody together and, um, you know, just becoming as one and realizing that, you know, we we're, we can be successful, like, we can achieve many things, but um, our true success will come when we work as one. And yes. me just realizing that with that bio can be so much more than just recording uh, basketball highlights. I really wanted to expand on this, this past pan. Well, not this past pandemic, cause we're still in it, but during this pandemic. Um, and one thing that I did uh uh, well, a few things that I did was make a couple of um, sort of PSAs. Uh, and mm-hmm. with those, I, I brought my friends together and um, we did certain videos, you know, uh, whether it was making posters, um, you know, uh, sm- just, sm- just small things. Um, and I feel as though that small little detail that I did and that we did together it, it went a long way. And I had a lot of people DM me after I made the video saying that uh, this changed my life. Um, I, re- I really needed this. Thank you. And, you know, if I can have an impact on one person's perspective of how to treat somebody else, then I feel as though my purpose and the reason why God put me here, uh, I'm doing a good job with it because, you know, you're not going to change the whole world. But if you nope. can change a few people's perspective on how to treat others. I think that that's what we're here for is just to spark that change and give people uh, a brighter light to look upon. I agree with that a hundred percent. My last question for you before we send you to the pit, you chose to go to one of the most prestigious and one of the best leagues from an academic standpoint in the country. Um, What made you choose Brown? Just want to give a little shout out to myself being the first generation in my family to be attending an Ivy League school. So I just wanted to give myself a little round of applause right there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Finger snap, claps, all that, all that, all that. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I was just looking at it beyond basketball. Uh, you know, I was looking at it as a 40-year plan instead of a four. Because mm-hmm. when once you leave outside of an Ivy League school, with just with the name itself, I feel like you're set for life. I feel like you have uh, a Princeton, a, a Harvard, or Brown on your resume. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, this dude's legit, and that, mm-hmm. that's just the the impact I want to have. Especially being a black man from the city, having mm-hmm. that that Brown label on me, it's like, yeah, I, I can do anything, and, and that's just what I took upon because eventually the ball is going to stop dribbling, and I just want to make sure that for the family that I have in the future and the family that I have now, my three siblings and myself, of course, and my mother and my father, I, I just want to make sure that we're all set when it's all said and done. So, you know, when the basketball stops dribbling, when, when I, when I start shaking with the camera and I can't record no more, I just want to make sure that I'm all set. Yeah. Now that's a good mature way of looking at it. Some people are very, they look, they look right at what's in front of them and they can't see beyond what's like the four years that they're going to play basketball and they can't see beyond the identity of just being a basketball player. And you always seem to be able to look at yourself that there's way more to Aaron Cooley than just a basketball player. And I commend you for that because that's not easy for a lot of young people to be able to do. 
That's awesome, brother. That's awesome. I'm glad to have you on. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm glad we got together at some point. You know, I've been recruiting you a long time in life, so it's good to get you to recruit you to something that you that you said yes to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, long time coming. Um, now I'm gonna send you to the pit, and and, and it's with Sandra. It's, it's a tough place to be. She's she's gonna drill you, and uh, hopefully you come out unscathed on the other end. Whew. All right, man. I'm wearing my bio shirt for good luck. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my man. Thank you. No problem. It's time for The Pit with Sandra Nelson. Erin. What's up? <laughs> I, I renamed The Pit today. It's called The Bio Pit. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and and if you ever got a small shirt, bioway shirt, you know, I know where to come get that from. Yeah, Meet I, I got you. I got, Thank you. I got a few in the lot. Might say sold out on the website, but you know I keep me a few. That's what I want. I want the ones that are sold out on the website. So I'm going to just list something, and you're just going to give me your instinctual answer. And if you feel like you want to elaborate, then go right on ahead. All right. All right. I'm ready. ready? Yeah. All right. Jason Tatum or Paul George? Jason Tatum. KD or LeBron? LeBron, hold on, stop. So you got, you got to stop. You see, see. I thought this was gonna be fun, but then you just you came up with that that question. Let me tell you something, okay? I'm a Tom. Tom Nelson knows that you know we we. I'm an LA fan till I die, till I die. It don't matter. It don't matter what happened with the Celtics. They can win a championship this year. It don't matter. I'm a Laker fan till I die. And since LeBron came over, I'm so so happy. So. Happy. Oh. You're breaking my heart. You you know there's like a war every time there's an L.A. Boston. That's how that I said Jason Tatum for the first question because I was really gonna say Paul George, but then I realized he's a Clipper. I can't be messing with them Clippers, man. Jalen Brown's y'all best player though. That's all I'm gonna say. I actually agree with that. <laughs> I do. I agree with that. Um, ha, that's funny. <laughs> all right, Joel Embiid or Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan. Nice. Allen Iverson or Dwayne Wade? Uh, I don't, I'm going to go Dwayne Wade. I'm going to go D-Wade. Steph Curry or Trey Young? Steph Curry. <laughs> Chris Paul or Kyrie? Uh, uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. I was about to say, don't you dare go for the New York <laughs> Chris Paul, CP3. Uh, Jordan or Kobe? Come on now, you keep you keep asking these questions, man. I, I everybody know. Listen, everybody know that there's that, no Kobe without Jordan. That's what everyone knows. No, everyone knows that a student always ends up better than the master. Okay, just ask AJ Reeves, <laughs> Tom Nelson. <laughs> all I'm saying is Kobe. Kobe's better than MJ. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna start no beef. Okay. I'm finishing it there. Okay. Android or iPhone? iPhone till I die. Polo G or Roddy Rich? Roddy Rich. 21 Savage or Young Thug? Young Thug. Little Baby or Dub Baby? Little Baby. King Vaughn or Juice World? Juice World. 
Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. Mm-hmm. Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, come on. Here we go. <laughs> it's like Android iPhone, right? Everyone automatically already knows PlayStation? Is that PlayStation, what we... yes. PlayStation has <laughs> been running the game since PlayStation 2. Since PlayStation 2? Yes. I'm guessing... I'm not even gonna date myself. You didn't have a Game Boy, did you? Uh no, 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 no. That's too far back. <laughs> <laughs> ketchup, mustard, or relish on your hot dog? Oh, ketchup. And then would you rather have bounce like LeBron or a shot like Steph Curry? Shot like Steph and Curry. I was about to say, because I know that elbow don't really let you extend all the way from <laughs> you know? Yeah. But what I really want, what I really want is handle like David Duke, a shot like AJ Reeves, and a body frame like David Mitchell. Preach, brother. <laughs> Preach. Preach. Uh, that was a good that that was a good pit. That yeah. oh, excuse me. Biopit. Bio pit. Today's episode. Yeah. For sure. I survived. Um, and then you get to add one to this list. Give me something, give me something good to this list. Okay, okay, let me see. I'm gonna do something with food. I'm gonna do something yeah. with food. Let's do something with food. I'm greedy. We love food. <laughs> um let's see, man. I'm struggling. Alright, we're gonna do side order. You ordering French fries or onion rings? Aha, I like it. I like that. Um well my man, this was a great biopic and uh i appreciate you so much of course thank you thank you guys for having me I'm truly humbled thank by you. it it was a very fun 25 minutes <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun 25 minutes a dose of sports reality brought to you by we got us where no topic is off limit and everything is authentic